0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Tour Life. You got myself, Brody, here. Silas is with me, and Yuli is nowhere to be found. Hopefully, all things are good on his side. He did text me earlier saying that his power went out. Some really bad storms going going on over there on the East Coast. So, I hope everyone is well and safe. Silas, are you all well and safe over there?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I'm safe. We had a busy... Well, not busy we just had a really it, it rained all day it rained all day okay. non-stop so it was just an edit day you know we didn't go out and film or anything uh it was it was a dreary one that's for sure
0: yeah it sounds like the winds are kind of high over there and i, I guess it might have just knocked over you know when you get those bad storms sometimes the rain gets into the trees which makes the limbs a lot heavier and the wind can actually blow them over into you know power lines and stuff so hopefully All things good. Knowing Yuli, he might find a way and pop on here at some point in time. If that happens, great. If not, no worries. We will move forward. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, but first, it's Wednesday, December. No, not December. What the heck? It's January 9th, 2024. Holy smokes. Um, I had that all messed up in my show notes. Wow. We're gonna be talking about Eagle McMahon. He finally made the post that we were all waiting for. The disc golf pro tour social media posts. We're gonna discuss our thoughts on those. Player movement. A few people have made some uh I, I don't I wouldn't say anything outside the norm, but we'll we'll give you guys all the updates that we have on where people are going or where people are staying. We have a few wild stories of the week to get into, a handful of listener questions, and yes, we have Tour Life merch ladies and gentlemen I'm wearing right now if you're listening to the podcast go check it out on the YouTube or go to foundationdist.com right now and check out all the Tour Life merch. I'm wearing the Tour Life hat. We've got the Tour Life RV design And then I'm going to show you a bunch of other stuff that we got because I just got all this in. This is like the Tour Life wavy design right here with the Tour Life on the back. We've got the Yule horse, American flag design on the t-shirt. We've got another t-shirt here with a different Tour Life design on the front. And then we've got... This was Kelty's favorite. She loves this hoodie. She's probably just going to take this one for me. This is the Tour Life hoodie. Uh, baby blue. Or, um, yeah, baby blue is probably the right word of saying that. We've got another Tour Life. This is the logo that you guys are all familiar with here. And then we've got... This is another sick hoodie. We've got the Tour Life on the front. And then the Yule Horse American flag on the back of the hoodie. And... We've got some Yuli horse. Let me get this. Here we go. We got some Yuli horse beanies here. It's getting cold. Those will work out nice. And then this is kind of like, I'm very curious, very curious. I'd rather be listening to tour life. Sure. I don't know. That was a, that was a user submitted idea that we ended up going with. So we'll see, but. All of our tour life merch, it, it's, we've been doing the show for a year. We've been probably saying we're trying to get merch for six months now. We finally have it. All the tour life merch is available on foundationdis.com. size is pulling it up right there. You can just go up and search tour life, or you can go into the apparel at the top and there will be a tour life, um, tour life thing that you can click on. I think that's as simple as I can make it. So go over, pick up some stuff. We have more stuff in the works. We're going to try to maybe get some minis, maybe some badges, like uh, bag patches. So if you guys have ideas of stuff that you'd want to see for tour life to drop it in the comments down below, you can tweet me all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, me and Yuli are going to be out on tour this year looking for the tour life merch out there. So appreciate all that. Uh, all right. This past week was kind of not too much went down for me. We're right now in the process of getting everything kind of set up to go back to Dallas. Kelsey just had her final game. It was the Raiders versus the Broncos. Now, the one thing I will say about the game that I thought was very interesting, if you don't follow the National Football League, Russell Wilson was benched because he has in his contract a injury clause. If he gets injured playing football, the Broncos have to pay him $35 million or $34 million. It's one of those. And obviously they don't want to have to pay an injured quarterback to not play for them. So they told him, Hey, we're not going to probably make the playoffs. So you either need to take this injury clause out of your contract or you're not playing now puts him in a weird spot because it's like, yo, we signed this contract that, you know, at the beginning of the year, it is what it is. But I could also see the side of being like, Hey, if you really want to play, you have millions of dollars already, you know, just go out there and play. So it was interesting. He didn't play, but he had his helmet on the entire game. Like he was ready to go out there, uh, but never did. So that was, that was kind of interesting, but the Raiders got it done. We'll see if they keep Antonio Pierce next year. We'll see if they keep Aiden O'Connell as the quarterback. And uh, we'll see what Kelsey decides to do. She's uncertain as far as her career and cheerleading goes for the NFL. So I'll let you guys know if any of that changes. But as of right now, we are preparing to get the flip out of Vegas and get back to Dallas, which apparently it's like 30 degrees right now. So great. We're going to go right back into um, the cold. But we will figure all that stuff out. Also, just want to say I know there's 365 days in a year. I have no idea why I said 356. Also, Silas, why did you not correct me? What the heck is wrong with you? You just let me fall on, the, on my sword there last wait, week. Wait,
1: wait, what?
0: Yeah, I, I completely, I completely just said 356. I don't know. It was when Yuli was talking about something, and. He was saying something about how many days there were and how many wins the person has, and I just said three fifty-six, wow. and I just did well, the. Hey, little... I wasn't
1: here last week. All right.
0: Oh, I, that's probably why that, yeah. I was probably I was producing the show myself, <laughs> and so I had so that's exact. See, I'm completely <laughs> out of it. I completely forgot that you weren't here last week. Yeah. So, uh, three hundred and sixty-five days. Usually this year there are three hundred and sixty-six days. Also for all those people that care five years, me and Kelsey will have, have been married for five years coming up in March. So do the math there, 365 times five. That's like 1,815. Did I just do that? I think I got that right. 1,815 days. Suck on that. All you people out there. Uh, All right, let's get into the first big announcement. Eagle announces he is no longer going to be throwing disc mania. Were we shocked? Were we surprised? I don't think so. Why? Because he posted the video a week before. Now, the question here, and hopefully this is something that maybe if he does come on tour life when he makes the decision or when he announces where he's going this is definitely something i'm going to ask him what happened right did he upload the video by accident did he have it set for you know scheduling to post on monday at 10 o'clock in the morning and he just messed up the week he did it a week prior which hand up i've done this before silas we all know when you're scheduling videos and stuff, it's really easy. I've also done this for plane flights. Have you ever done this for plane flight where no, you buy I, the no. wrong week?
1: I well, I don't fly that much. But Okay. Uh, I know you fly a lot probably. But I've yeah, done it a few it, times. it's super confusing how YouTube schedules it cuz it's just like a calendar and you pick the day. So it's easy to just like, you know, go pick down the a little one. notch and, and pick the wrong one. And then also
0: there isn't really like um when you have multiple videos scheduled which I don't think he is doing. I think he's, you know, uploading maybe once a week or whatever yeah. it may be. But when you do schedule it, it doesn't really jump out at you afterwards that hey, this is going on at this. You kind of have yeah. to look for it a little bit. So the my thought there did he schedule it by accident, realize that he scheduled it by accident and then made it private or did he make the post, and then Discmania reached out to him and said, "Hey, man, listen, we've got some things that we're trying to get done. We really appreciate if you take that down, so we can kind of get these things done before you make that post." Now, what did they do in this last week? I think they announced the Cloudbreaker or something, yeah. right? If I
1: yeah, they like gave him another disc to like commemorate his time at Discmania. It is like a another Cloudbreaker.
0: Um, okay. Old. Okay. So w- I'm very curious to, to hear from him at what actually went down, but we kind of saw this coming, right? We all kind of had an idea, and I think Yuli hit the nail on the head last week when people are asking you questions, and if you're able to give an answer of like, no, this isn't happening, you would just, you would just say that. All this rumor talk of him leaving Dismania, if it wasn't going to happen, he would just come out and say I'm not leaving Dismania. He never did that. He never said anything like that. Dismania never said that, did that. So I think we all knew it was going to happen. Uh, I'm just going to read his post real quick so we can kind of maybe read into it on thoughts on what he's going to do. So he says, this announcement feels completely unreal. After after nine years with Dysmania, I'm now moving on. My entire journey into adulthood has been shared with Dysmanias. My identity in disc golf has always been tied to the shield, which fills me with nostalgia. Uh, countless incredible moments have been shared with the company. I owe them an immeasurable amount. Because without their support, I wouldn't be close to where I am today. I'm so immensely grateful for the incredible times and achievements we've shared together. We've truly grown together side by side over the last decade and I have so much love for everyone who has been involved with this mania. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. This really is and has been one of the biggest and most conflicting decisions of my disc golf career and life at large. However, looking forward, I'm genuinely excited about the future ahead. Thank you all for your constant support. I have immense gratitude for helping me establish a life in disc golf and helping dreams become reality. This chapter has now closed and I can't wait to share what's next. If you are interested on in a more in-depth explanation, I've made a video on my YouTube channel, which some of you guys might have seen a week earlier. Now, Eagle is one of the people that I will say thought at one point in time, I don't know if they still think this, but thought at one point in time, they would not be the same player if they left the company they were with. There are a handful of people out there that probably feel that way, but I think players are starting to realize that a lot of other companies have great discs as well. And it's not so much on, Hey, I need to stay with this company because I'm not going to be be able to compete at the level I want to if I go somewhere else. It's more, do I fit in with this company? Is this company promoting me well? Can I have a good relationship with this company? Can I make them money that they are then going to, in turn, pay me for making them lots of money? Those are all the types of questions. Now, if Eagle ends up going to a smaller company that doesn't have all the discs, that might limit his game a little bit, but I don't think, I don't think he's going to do that. Right. I think those are top 50 guys. Those are top 100 guys. Eagle is the top five player in the world. He's going to a big company. They're going to have a full lineup. He is going to have no trouble finding the disc that he needs to find to be able to be successful. So the question is, where does he end up? Where do we think Eagle is going to end up? well, I think the obvious answer is MVP. You look at two things. They make their first big signing by bringing on James Conrad. James Conrad goes out, wins the world championship with potentially the most famous disc golf shot of all time. They make boatloads of money off of that to the point of where they have so much money of, Hey, we can, we can go out and get someone else. Lo and behold, Simon Lazat, waiting in the wings, ready to go. He's been with this mania. He wants something fresh. He wants something new. They've got the money. They offer him a big contract. He leaves and goes. Uh, Shay, we are live. He leaves and we go to. Uh, he goes to Dismania. Well. This mania goes from a decently popular company to potentially one of the most popular companies with Simon Lizotte. You look at some of the numbers on retail of what he's done. You look at what he has done for the discs that have, that he has come out that has, that he has put his name behind. They have made a lot of money. And so now why not just keep with that trend, Right. Keep with the trend. Let's bring someone else on. We talked about this a little bit. They've got James Conrad on the... Um, dude, what's the name that James Con- Does James Conrad just throw over Moldis? What is that? is that? Is that just MVP, I guess?
1: I think, it's, I think it's just MVP. And then Simon. And
0: then Simon Streamline?
1: Si- no. Simon's no, Axiom. Wait.
0: Axiom, which is the coming is like
1: the one that we're thinking Eagle could be. Eagle might go to.
0: to. Yes. Okay. So it's all right there. It looks like it's just lining up perfectly for Eagle to make a, a, a move over into MVP. The other thing that points me in that direction, you guys out there listening, sending me tweets, sending me Instagram DMs, letting me know what you're seeing, what you're finding. Well, it it looks like Eagle has now followed not only MVP, but he has also followed Streamline on Instagram. Eagle doesn't come off to me as a troll person. He doesn't come off to me as someone that is trying to mislead. He doesn't come off to me as someone that, you know, thinks of this as a joke or a fun, a fun thing to do with his fans. Now, is this an oversight? Again, I, I don't know how many times I need to say, uh, say this. People can see who you follow. People can see what posts you like. These are things that people can see. Now, is this an oversight? Is this something that he wasn't uh, thinking about when he did it? I don't know. But to me, if I, if I was a betting man, which apparently I am, because now I'm just opening all these cards and hoping that I I pull some expensive cards, which Silas, by the way, our card today We didn't sell it, but our exact card today sold for over $1,000. So we're going to get that thing PSA. Yes, we're going to get that thing PSA 10, hopefully crossing our fingers, PSA 10. And uh, if CJ Stroud makes a run in the playoffs, he has got a home game against the Browns. If he makes a run in the playoffs, there's a chance that card can go all the way up to like $2,000. So um, yeah, it's kind of nutty. But if I am a betting man, which I am, I, I would put a lot of money that Simon Lazat is going to go to MVP. It just, it just writing on the wall. Now, the other thing, where the heck is Gannon Burr going, right? We heard that he's leaving prodigy. We haven't really heard much. Well, don't you think they want to have a little bit of a switcheroo situation here, right? They want to try to figure out a way to where Eagle leaves, goes, to MVP. And now everyone's like, oh my gosh, Dismania. They've got Kyle Klein. Who else do they have? And then all, lo and behold, you've got Gannon Burr, Alden Harris coming back. Yeah.
1: You said Simon Lazat and not Eagle. Simon's Sorry, already Eagle. at MVP. Yes. Eagle, Eagle to
0: streamline. That's what we're saying. Yes. Eagle goes to streamline. Everyone freaks out. Dismania, 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 Dismania signs Gannon Burr and potentially Alden Harris. Because surely they, we,
1: want that, they want that group of guys. You know, they have what? They have um. Bab they have God Gavin already. Babcock right
0: now. hmm Yep. But, I mean, obviously losing Eagle, that opens up a lot of space for them to, to, to pay for a big guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, the question I would have is, what is Prodigy doing? Right? Prodigy has Kevin Jones. Mm -hmm. and they're losing their number one guy in Gannon Burr. Are they doing a complete kind of what we would call like a, uh, not a tanking, if you will, but are they they just restructuring? (laughs) Yeah, they're doing a a reset of what's going to end up happening. Um, I'm not sure. We'll kind of see. Now, there were some talks of Eagle maybe going to Innova. People, I think, are just having that dream of Eagle throwing the Eagle. I don't see that happening. I, I, I just don't see it happening. And the fact that he's following these guys on Instagram, I think that's kind of a sure sign that he is going there. So I, I, I think we're looking at maybe a week or two from now hearing from e- MVP saying that they are signing Eagle. And I will, um, I will say that is my, still
1: has Isaac Robinson though
0: which I thought was really so, weird and Ezra. Robinson. Yeah. The yeah. Robinson which I thought was really, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought, I thought that was really weird though. And, and some would say that I guess Isaac Robinson might be a, and Ezra's actually younger than uh, Isaac, but some would probably say that Isaac Robinson might be a, a better bet long-term. Right. And maybe, I think maybe with the situation with how prodigy was working with Gannon and, and the lawsuit and all that, maybe they thought, Hey, it's best to probably just kind of go our separate ways. Or maybe yeah. Gannon have always, has always been wanting to try to get out and we're just kind of counting down the days. But I think prodigy putting their money into Isaac Robinson makes a lot of sense. I thought he did sign a two year deal. I saw that he just, or prodigy just posted that he was coming back for 2024, okay. which I've seen other players do, Basically saying like, let's say I sign a five-year discraft deal. I've seen players every year being like, no surprise, I'm throwing discraft this year, and it's like, well, yeah, you you have a five-year deal, so I don't,
1: yeah, I don't,
0: I don't think he restructured it. I'm pretty sure it was a two year deal and I think his deal ends at the end of 2024. So the end of okay. this year, we'll see if he, uh, if he gets paid by prodigy, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Prodigy has a good young cast in Isaac Robinson and Ezra Robinson. And to be honest, Isaac Robinson, the year that he had, they're probably thinking there's no shot that we're keeping, we're able to keep Isaac and Gannon. So Maybe it was just a, a long-term play for them of uh, going all in on Isaac and Kevin Jones and uh, playing it that way. So we'll see how it all pans out. Um, other news I want to get to before we go into some of the other player movement talk. The Disc Golf Pro Tour this offseason has been posting a lot. And some people were even speculating that ThoughtSpace was paying the Disc Golf Pro Tour to post about their signings because of how often they were posting about ThoughtSpace signings. But if you go back to it, I think it was just ThoughtSpace was the only one that was signing people. So the Disc Golf Pro Tour has been posting player sponsorship announcements, contract mo- players moving from one manufacturer to the other. When I first saw this, it, you know, it is it is something that kind of is just like, "Ah, I don't why, why are you guys doing this?" but I get it, you know, whoever the media person is over on the disc golf pro tour, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get clicks. You're trying to get people engaged. You're trying to get people to pay attention to the disc golf pro tour, which is at the end of the day, what we all want. There's not a lot to talk about. The, the, you know, the fact that we're posting photos of Gannon Burr, you know, completing an Avengers Lego set or James Conrad, doing wood, uh, you know, wood shop stuff. You know, I give them, I, I give them, uh, I give them credit for doing like the baby pictures and like trying to come up with stuff. It, it, it's tough when you have a lot of the pros on tour, they're very introverts. I guess you could say there's not too many extroverts. There's not too many people out there, you know, going out and talking or posting stuff. You don't have that much to choose from. It is the off season So I get it. The disc golf pro tour is trying to find stuff to post. Now my big argument here, I guess would be you, if you're going to post players announcements about moving one sponsor to the other, then I think you have to post everyone's you have to post everyone's. So if you're going to post the guy that's 15th in the world, you're going to have to post the guy that's the 40th in the world. Anyone with a tour card, you're going to have to post because if you don't, then that kind of looks like you're you could be favoring discraft or you could be favoring innova and that's just kind of a bad look if you're the disc golf pro tour now i got pushback i post i posted this on twitter i got pushback from my take that the disc golf pro tour shouldn't be posting this in the f- at all and yes gun to my head i don't think the disc golf pro tour should be posting where players are signing That someone is signing with a a sock company. I don't think that's something that the disc golf pro tour should be posting. Now, the issue is the disc golf pro tour is having to wear tons of hats. And we've talked about this before of where these things, I think over time will kind of get sorted and leveled out. To where bigger media companies like an alti world or potentially a foundation, which I don't even think we really are a breaking news company. We we're not going out and trying to get scoop on stories that haven't been. We're more of like an opinion. Like we 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 share our opinions. We share news that is out there and we give our takes on it. So the more alti worlds exist, the more of those media companies exist. I think that takes the load off of the disc golf pro tour to feel like they have to post this stuff. So I, I did come back a little bit, but I do have to push back on the people that were claiming this happens in other sports. It does not. It does not. And I even had, obviously when I make these claims and posts, I have my naysayers go out and fact check me, which I appreciate One of them said they dug, you know, three, five, seven years back on the PGA tour. And they found like one post from the PGA tour talking about Rory McIlroy, who was at the time the number one golfer in the world. Um, It was a post about him and his relationship with Nike, which is also one of the biggest companies in golf. That's basically all they saw. They didn't see a Streb, uh, a Seb Straka say that he's going to be playing TaylorMade. That wasn't being posted on there. And if you go to the disc golf pro tour, you're not seeing Calvin Heinberg is leaving Innova and is going to disc craft. You're seeing a bunch of stuff on there. And uh, lo and behold, we talk about all this. And what is the PGA tour post? This week, well, the PGA Tour post that Tiger Woods is leaving Nike after like 18 years, 28 years. I don't know the exact number. Uh, yeah, I
1: think it's pretty, it was like 27.
0: It's pre- pretty much his entire Forever. career. entire career as a professional golfer. Tiger Woods is finally leaving Nike in the PGA Tour post about it. And so obviously I had everyone, you know, 27 years. Thank you, Robert. I had everyone blasting me being like, look at this. Look at this. You said Tiger Woods is the biggest golfer in the history of golf. And it's not even close. Nike is one of the biggest companies in the entire world. I don't know if that is the equivalent to posting someone that is seventy eighth in the world signing with the 20th man, the 20th biggest manufacturer. Those two things are not the same. So, if this was the Disc Golf Pro Tour saying, hey, Eagle McMahon is leaving it is leaving Discmania and is going to uh rejoin Simon Lazar at MVP and that was it, I wouldn't I I wouldn't think twice, but it's not. It's not that. So I'll leave it at that. And again, I get it. The disc golf pro tour, they're trying to find stuff to post. I don't think this is gonna be an issue. If disc golf continues to grow and gets bigger, there will be media outlets to handle this, and the disc golf pro tour can just focus on the tour and the players, and not these contracts and sponsorships that probably shouldn't be being highlighted. Okay, moving on. Disc mania selling direct to eBay. Um, ooh, Yuli, Wi-Fi just came on. Can I come in? Guys, can you handle that? Yeah, let's get him I, in. Here. I, yeah, can you text him and let him know? I will. Uh, I will. I actually really am curious what Yuli has to say about this topic, so I will talk about something separately while we wait for uh, Yuli to get in in here. Um, what do I want to talk about? Well, let's talk about. Uh, Let's talk about kristen Natar a little bit we'll do a kristen Atar quick recap so kristen Natar posted her schedule for this upcoming season no surprise to me it is a lot more european heavy than last year the european tour you know i think great thanks to paul Macbeth, is more of a staple during the disc golf pro tour this year and she is going to be a part of it she's going to be missing some big events so she's going to be missing i believe the otb open the Portland open the dynamic disc open Idlewild preserve ledgestone. So she's going to be missing some big events and she'll be playing those events. Uh, and she'll be in in place of those events. She'll be playing, um, over in Europe. I think a lot of people are going to do that as well. When I went over there, a lot of the pros really enjoyed, not just, you know, the travel, but they really enjoyed the style of courses over there. The fans over there are incredible. I think we're going to see almost, I don't want to say a 50-50 split, but I think we are going to see a bigger split this year than we did in the past. Now, hopefully, what this means is this means that the European Open this year will be more competitive, more the, the field will get deeper. I think, obviously, the big names will, will be there like they have always been. And I think this leads into good things leading forward because we have, the if you remember, we have the Champions Cup major, which is, um, well, not the Champions Cup. It's the uh, World Championship. I'm I'm, I'm blanking over here. We have the World Championship, and I haven't seen clarification yet. I hope they don't change the name from European Open to something else, but there are going to be two majors over in Europe next year. So there could be a world where we thought, man, these majors are going to be not as great, Because being over in Europe, you've got some of the guys that are maybe like top 50 in the world, maybe not make the trip. And so the field just doesn't kind of get as loaded at the bottom as it does in the States. That might not be the case next year. So we might be seeing an interesting split, which I'm all about. I think if they can do it in a way that financially makes sense, I think expanding the product from the U.S. over into Europe makes a whole lot of sense. I don't think you want to ostracize. I don't think disc golf is big enough to be able to maintain two tours, to have people try to pay attention to the disc golf pro tour and have people try to pay attention to the European tour. I don't think it's large enough for that. So we'll see. I think what we'll end up seeing is smaller tournaments being played either in Europe when the American tournaments are going on or vice versa And um, I think it could be good things. I think it could be good things moving forward to try to expand the market over in Europe. Um, Because the nice thing over in Europe is, yes, you have uh, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. But you don't have American football. You don't have the NFL. You don't have the powerhouse that is the NFL. And so there might be a little bit more room for a sport like disc golf. And we've seen it with like a, you know, Kristen guitar being nominated for some of the things that she's been nominated for. We've seen it with other play, pro players in their home countries of Finland. We've seen a higher degree of notoriety or fame or whatever you want to call it over in Europe than we have here in the States. And that's just because here in the States, it is entirely oversaturated with sports. So um yeah, they don't have the NBA or the MLB. They really just have, you know, kind of the Nordic sports and uh soccer, which let's be clear, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Um, but they don't have to compete at Yuli! Brother up? You made it! I mean you have baby. internet. Let's go. It's crispy
2: too, it looks good.
0: Wow. A little snowstorm or just a bad uh, rain thunderstorm going on over so there? Some
2: kind of crazy bad storm, man. I mean, it's crazy out there. I'm not gonna lie, my my country club, one of the holes is a oh, is a river.
0: Oh, geez. we were posting
2: in the group chat and uh, they were posting pictures. Yeah, it's just flooding everywhere. I mean, even my even my yard. Um,
0: it's luckily, just it's down like hard, sloped.
2: and then, yeah, like I have a little. I I now own a little lake.
0: In my yard for the first time. <laughs> There's some koi, koi fish back there, dude. Yeah. yeah. A little
2: pond shot now.
0: Yeah, go oh, there you go. Um, all right. Well, we're kind of like, we haven't really gotten too much. We talked a little about Eagle. Did you, did you have anything to, or first off, do you want to let the people know what you've been up to this past week? Do you have any news? Oh, no, I've been doing that...
2: pretty much, pretty, I have this stupid little hair on this hat and I can't get it.
0: Well, I cannot see it. I can tell you that no. much. And, I, and I don't I'm know covered. if I can see it. Also, Yuli, did you get your package Sick. yet? No. Oh, my gosh. It should be in the mail, so you should be getting it soon. That looks dope, though. Yeah, we got the tour life hats, and then we got the, uh, let me show you the beanie real quick. The dad hats? Are those dad hats? They're kind, Yeah, kind of, I would say. Cool. And then, and then look oh, at goodness. this. Oh, beanie. those are fire. Beanie. The Yuli horse beanie. I need one yeah. of those
2: for out here, man. It's cold. It could snow yeah. on Tuesday. This, oh, is, we, right up, do we this got, is
0: right up your alley too. We got hoodies? Yeah. This Yuli horse hoodie. Yeah. There's I love there's that. tons of stuff. We need some camo stuff. I love the camo stuff looks fire too. So I like camo. Uh, that that merch uh merch should be uh getting to you soon and Sweet. uh if you guys are just joining the podcast for whatever reason like foundation <laughs> yeah foundation um tour life we've got all our merch up there so go check it out but uh okay did you we, we already oh, talked so, about eagle yeah, but so did you my, want my week to talk about has
2: been oh i got it um my nice. week has been chilling man not not doing much i leave for a zuka shoot um this coming monday that's the only travel plans that i've really had this off season it's been fantastic okay. Uh, and then it kind of gets started, you know. I got I've gotten back into the gym a little bit. Nice. I went um, a couple times this week, and what else? Haven't practiced that much, honestly. Been kind of cruddy outside, so been kind of staying inside.
0: And Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing into the basket and throwing into the net right now, which is yeah, not I haven't even done super that. fun, but <laughs> it is what it is. But I played
2: a lot in December. For filming yeah. and stuff, yeah, I I did Vlogmas and so I was playing every day. Um, I probably need to get back out there, but it's it's good to take a little break, man. It is the off season, so. But that's yeah. all I got going, man. What about you? What'd you do this week? You probably already told everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean my, my week was pretty much the Raiders game, final Raiders game with Kelsey. Oh, let's um, talk a little football. It's uh, it well, do you want to talk CJ Stroud? Because that's what I was talking about. Our our card that sold was... for over a thousand dollars. No. Yes.
2: Congratulations, man.
0: So we are going all in on the Texans this uh, upcoming. Because if he goes to the Super Bowl, brother, we, I just we, got opened up. We, we got something special. I just
2: opened up a brand new pack today.
0: Would you open up what, what pack? All prism. Oh, prism. You got basketball. some prism? Yeah. Oh, I found basketball, a,
2: nice. I found a really cool rookie. Let's see what I got in here. A really cool rookie card. Because it was a. Also, ASU Kelsey guy. is
0: like, Kelsey is hooked. Is she? She, she, she doesn't do so much like me, and we we do a bunch of financial breakdowns and stuff on the channel. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really care too much about the value of the cards. She just really likes trying to find rare cards. She loves it. We're gonna open up probably. We're gonna probably film a video tonight.
2: Anyways, I got an ASU rookie card that was dope. I never heard of the guy, but you know that's nice. That was cool to pull. Anyways, nice. um Steelers. How did it, how did it happen?
0: I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe they got this in.
2: down so people. Can get that
0: I, can't, I can't. I can't believe they got in, dude. They're gonna get. Who are they playing? They're gonna get. Buffalo, wiped. Buffalo. We're gonna get. Yo, oh, you're getting wiped. <laughs> Buffalo looks like a well, madhouse right now. Yeah,
2: but here's the thing. If we're gonna get wiped. We don't have. We don't have Watt. It's a huge
0: blow. If we
2: had that's, Watt, that's
0: that's so sad. We could
2: have made a, at least a touchdown game out of it. You know, maybe like. Maybe we wouldn't get blown out by 21, but without him, like he's the heartbeat of that team.
0: Did you, know you see I mean? JJ's tweet where he photoshopped yeah. <laughs> himself into his brother's picture and said, "Do <laughs> yeah. you think anyone will notice?" <laughs> be so I weird. bet he would still be a monster. Oh, for guys, sure. Guys like that, they they have to be out of the league for so long before yeah. they actually fall off. Like he he was just done playing. He was done getting hit. He was he yeah. was just done doing two days. He was done doing that. But there, he was—he did not leave the game because he couldn't play. But dude, the um, guy was
2: going out there with knee break, like broken bones and stuff. Guy that guy a was a monster. An animal.
0: Yeah, I have a been monster. liking
2: to see him on a lot of the uh, platforms, though, doing his interviews, making his rounds. It looks like he's gonna really try to get into the um, after game. He's a good like, personality. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Entertain, become an entertainer.
0: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what the playoffs have to hold Uh national championship game. Last night was an absolute, in my opinion, being an Ohio state fan, it was a dud. I did not like what I saw. Um, it sucks to see Michigan. Uh, I had money on Michigan. I loved what I saw. Sucks to see Michigan win it, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see. We just got uh, the Ole Miss, the Ole Miss running back just, Declared that he's going to Ohio State in the transfer portal. So, oh wow, um, transfer portal stuff's already happening. And speaking of transfer portal, let g- give you give your take on Eagle. So obviously the video was real. Yeah. Um, you you said last week very confidently, Eagle is gone, and you're right, he is gone. Where do you see him ending up?
2: I mean, I think. I think there's only a couple options out there that have i feel like have big enough i guess we'll call it cap space or, or whatever yeah. momentum kind of going forward and that would be innova m v p right mm-hmm. like the, those are the two obvious ones i i would give um i would give the edge to m v p just because that's where simon is and it just makes it just makes a lot of sense to me man they got a lot of momentum going they went Conrad. Then they went Simon.
0: Are you, the, aware, oh, are you aware? Are oh, you that Eagle uh, followed MVP and streamline this week? No, on Instagram. No,
2: I don't. I'm. I'm not. I'm not all cued in on the <laughs> social media, the Twitters, and and all that stuff. I try to. Hey, keep I got. Up with, I
0: got all my birdies. I got all my birdies. <laughs> yeah. telling me stuff, which I, I I very much appreciate. Um. So yeah, I, when I saw that, yeah.
2: Yeah, I try to keep up with my Instagram as much, as best as I can, but that that's about it, man. I try to keep it one spot, a little YouTube here and there. Tour yep. life tour life I get caught up on everything that's going on and everything. But yeah, I think I think that makes the most sense and, and, and whoever gets them, congratulations, man. That's that's a pickup right there. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna sell a lot of product. He's gonna sell yes. a lot of product. I do worry about his injuries and stuff. I do worry about his health a little bit. Um
0: Kadama's couple... still on the uh, page, my Kadama. <laughs> the Kadama idea. He he didn't say anything about like I'm. I'll let you know who, where I'm going to play disc. Golf. He didn't mention anything as far as disc golf goes. He just said like he's, he's done retiring. with Dysmania. Yeah, Kadama's my Kadama's not dead. If it, if it goes Kadama, I'm freaking out. Also, shout out to Oliver Holmes. Thank you for the dollar ninety nine, brother. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. I want to jump into this because I'm hey, curious could be, about.
2: Could be kind of dark horse Discraft or DGA too. Those guys look like they've been making some moves lately. I don't know. Keep your eye out.
0: Yeah. I mean. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> God, so that'd be eagle at craft would be wild. Um. All right. Disc mania. This was, uh, this was actually sent to me two weeks ago and I just completely forgot to bring it up last week. So I want to bring it up now. Disc mania selling directly to eBay. They wanted to know our thoughts on it. So this is, this was tweeted out by Russell disc golf on Twitter. They said, what do you think about a manufacturer selling one of 10 prototype directly on eBay? I don't know if this is if this account is legit dysmania. Um, and then it has the photo of the eBay listing. And it's the Discmania cloudstone c line prototype spore. And the user is dysmania store. It, at this time which I don't know what it ended up selling for, but at this time uh, it was at $767 for this disc with 34 bids. Now me and you are both in the trading card world, right? There is a little bit of that vibe in disc golf with discs of where you know, you come out with a disc. I'm gonna I'll I'll say the uh oh I o. let's go, Oliver. <laughs> he just did another dollar ninety nine to say oh. We got a buckeye fan here. <laughs> nice. Um so the get freakies. When we first had the get freakies come out, we did a run of blacks. We did a hundred black get freakies at memorial without having any idea what was going to happen. We sold them for what we sold them for. I think $24.99 or $21.99, whatever it was. They sold really well. Then we were like, all right, let's do another color. We did orange. We did like 1,000 or 2,000 orange get freakies. They sold out after a couple days. It wasn't instant. They sold out after a couple days. People bought them, used them, threw them, and then it turned out to where a non-used orange get freaky was going for stupid amounts of money. Yeah. We're talking five times, six times, seven times, eight times more than what it was originally sold for. Now, if discraft would have saw that and said like, Holy cow, what the heck? Like we want to make that money. And if we would have come out with the next color and be like, we're selling these now for $70, that's kind of scummy. I don't like that, right? Is this kind of the same thing of where you, you basically, because you control the demand yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So this idea that, because on it's so weird. On one side of the coin, I'm like, who cares? They're putting it up there. The person that really wants it. They'll get it, but then on the other side of the coin, I'm like, why? Why wouldn't they just like sell it for what it costs them? And if someone wanted to, you know, if someone wanted to flip it, then that's fine. But why is a manufacturer throwing stuff up on eBay well, for auction okay, at an so, auction? That's so my, not for charity.
2: Yeah. So my first thought is my first my I have a few thoughts about it. First yes. one is. You're right. Like there's a big collector's market out there for all kinds of discs, which is Mm -hmm. fantastic for the sport. I mean, it is awesome for everybody to have their rarities that go for more. If you have your signature disc, there are certain runs that people fall in love with. Those ones obviously go for a higher price. They're highly sought after people trade um, and sell them all the time. Right. Like that that just happens.
0: This guy just said they're trying to sign Gannon. Sorry, Michael. That's, that's funny. (laughs) <laughs> they got, they got to get the, they got to get the money to sign. That's funny. <laughs> that's,
2: that's funny. Um, that's funny. At, at the, at the, uh, the other side, it's a company who's trying to make money. Like that, yeah. that's not my prerogative. I'm not the business owner. Like you, you should be allowed to do that. Now the oh, only reason it's allowed, weird. they're not, well, it's no, not I illegal. Mean, not, you get what I mean. Like. Everybody's going to have an opinion.
0: You're saying you're saying they should be allowed to do it without any scrutiny, without the public looking ca- at that. There's as... always going to be
2: scrutiny in anything yeah. that you do, with anything that you say, anything that you put out there. People get mad now that this are twenty four dollars, and they used to be seventeen, and they used to be fifteen, and they used to be eleven. So that's all. There's always going to be scrutiny. Now seven hundred and whatever dollars. I'm in the same boat as you. If somebody wants to pay that, then pay it. I don't mm-hmm. care um i do also believe that whoever buys this they get it it becomes probably more valuable after they buy it so i don't think um they're losing money by if they got that disc i think they could resell it for more right okay i don't think it's losing value to the person who's buying it so the so the fact of you saying hey if they sold it for 20 bucks i also don't think they'd be able to sell it for that much probably you get what i mean Hmm. So I do think that the owner of that disc will be able to flip it if they so wanted to for more yeah, money. Yeah.
0: That that's not so m- the. Yeah, that's not really my point. It, my it looks point a little, is, it looks a
2: little. It looks yeah, a little.
0: It's um, it's the same it's the same thing with some of these pros, right? With some of these pros that have these massive, massive contracts that we all know. They're making this amount of money. I mean, you also can go and look, okay, they made sticks figures or whatever in yeah. prize purses and they're like selling stuff on their Instagram. Like it, it's the look of it is really yeah, at the end of the yeah. day of you know, does does Dismania want to have is it a good look for Dismania to have that look of them basically controlling the market because they make the disc and then like throwing stuff on there on eBay. And again, some people in the chat are already saying this. If this was a thing of like, hey, we're putting this on an auction. Charity. All the money goes to charity. I don't think anyone says anything of it. If anything, I think people think they applaud Discmania for it. Or if they don't mention this at all, and they just throw this on their website, and it's 20 bucks and it's like the first person to find it gets it, I think, again... Also, a cool move. It's
2: a bid, though, so somebody could potentially get it for twenty bucks. It's not their fault that somebody's bidding it up. It's not yes, their but, fault.
0: But they're again, not, they're is, not
2: putting Brody. They're not putting the set price on eBay. at buy it now for what is the buy it no, now? No, that for? would
0: be that. That would be worse. Size was there a buy it now on it? I don't know if you can look up the buy it now after the fact. But whatever the question. Right now no, can you right go now. back wait go back through the bids um Silas and see see if because it should show you the bids because if there if, was a it started. buy it now of 25
2: dollars, who cares
0: at no, that for point. sure
2: then the, yeah. then the bids don't even mean anything like they yeah. were selling it for a set price buy it now for this mm-hmm. if it wasn't and they didn't put a cap on it now we can we can move along with the discussion
0: yeah. Yeah. It, it was just an interesting thing. Um, an interesting thing to see from, uh, you know, what you would consider yeah. a big disc manufacturer. I also have a perception. It's all, all it is. I've always
2: had an idea of, I don't know why a manufacturer hasn't done this yet. And they may have. And I just didn't know a different manufacturer. I know that the, the, uh, I know that the companies that I've played for haven't done it yet. And that's come up with a crazy plastic that they sell for like a hundred bucks. And that's just the set price. You know, like you look in, it's a different because in golf, you have your golf clubs and then you use like, you, you actually buy like the pro V ones or whatever. And those are the expensive things that you can lose and lose in the pond. But I mean, golf clubs are expensive, man. And you can get the low set for whatever it is. And you can get. And yeah, then you can but, get you can get the high time set. Out. I'm just time no, out. Let, let, let me finish the my thought. the low
0: set versus the high set. There's a quality. There's a difference in quality. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There's not a difference in quality and let, what are you gonna do? You're gonna put like diamond you're gonna put diamonds inside of a disc? Maybe. Rubies? Maybe, okay, that maybe, I could be on that. Maybe. I would be in on that. No, I could be like, in on that.
2: Like maybe put something in there that's like, hey, this is the diamond yes. set or whatever you're saying, and I it would be is in the, on that. and it is the highest disc that you can buy and it's like a cool thing that everybody's like, "Oh, you got a diamond in your bag." That's sick. You know what I, I mean? I would be in
0: on that. I am not I'm not, I don't know I'm why not really manufacturer necessarily not done that yet. I'm not, not and again, maybe this is uh this is a bad this I'm going to say right now. This is a bad take because tons of companies do this but the idea of like raising the prices on something to make it seem more desirable than it actually is or actually is valued that kind of sucks but like every company every company does that right like these designer shirts that let's be i mean yeah thankfully kelsey doesn't really go after them all that much but she has cool. shown me stuff where i'm like that shirt's twenty dollars and she's like no it's 750 <laughs> and it's like if it's if it's like lululemon like i kind of get it because i have lululemon stuff that i've had for like but 10 you can years get other stuff you no know, i know but i'm saying like lululemon like the quality of it at least i know when i buy lululemon like the quality of it makes it a lot so, like it lasts longer versus There's been loads know,
2: of discs that are just better plastic. They're just better. We have the run right now of like the the nukes that everybody loves, right? The like the blue bombers we call them on on our uh, when we're doing commentary, okay. the, the Z, blue bombers. The Z ones. The Z yeah. ones that AB has and the, the Gooseman has. I think you might yep. have a really stable one as well I've got a and good there's one. and there's nothing like it. And I personally, if I was them, I've had discs like that that I would pay crazy amounts of money for like i'm like okay i want that for my bag because it's such a good plastic i would pay two hundred dollars for that disc to have one of those nukes in my bag if they could come out with that product and sell it for a crazy amount there is a better quality to that disc for some reason especially at the highest level i can see that you see what if I'm saying? Can, yes, if you could if you figure can, out how to make a plastic that is just so much better than the other stuff, the stiffness, the all the or
0: plastic that like, doesn't like chip and, and like uh, and it would make it more sense, durable. Yes.
2: And it would make sense because some of this plastic, they just run out of it. And and, and you'll never see that run again because the the mix that they had for the one off or whatever. it just they, they can't do it again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
0: I mean, I'm in on that. I'm in on that. To me, it's like there there is has to be some sort of value increase. That's the value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in on that. Uh, David donates seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. Says Balenciaga and Yeezy disc coming soon. <laughs> Ooh, designer disc coming soon. And and let's be there's clear. So, there's
2: a market for Let, it. There is. That's all
0: I'm saying. Let's, let's be clear, Yuli. Too. We're we're at fault of this of where. You have a buzz, an ESP buzz that you can buy for seventeen ninety nine. You put the Yuli logo on it, twenty one ninety nine. Worth a You put bit the more. Dark Horse logo on it, twenty one ninety nine. Fifty bucks. No, just <laughs> same, exa- <laughs> same exact disc. Yeah. And um, yeah, so there is there is uh, you know we're at fault of it too. Um, I just think would, it, I, would I like to see everything sell for seventeen ninety nine? Yeah, I think I would. Yes, yes. But I mean, I guess I, I don't know, man.
2: I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe run, the market
0: does dictate it.
2: I don't know. I'm just saying a good run of plastic that every that all the pros love. I'm saying that the pros love. Yeah. And then if the public wants a piece of that product, they got to pay a crazy amount of money for it because of how good it really is. And there yeah. are discs just like that. If we could, if it, I, it's just an idea that I've had. Anyways, so
1: I brought on. up I, the the history on the bidding for the disc. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. okay. There you go. There. Yeah. So somebody could no got one, it for a buck. Someone could got it for one dollar. So there you have it. Um. All right. Let's talk some player movement. A couple. A couple new uh, players making moves this past week. We've got the 2023 Disc Golf Pro Tour Rookie of the Year, Silva Sarnin. She's signing with MVP. That's a big pickup. Big pickup. When I think MVP, I don't really think FPO. No.
2: Well, I mean, Sarah Holcomb's Sarah Holcomb,
0: done, done a, a pretty good yes, job over there. Yes, but not as maybe um, where she used to be. No, I, I, I mean...
2: Right? Well, no, she like hasn't won a world championship or... Uh, or in, been in close long... to winning a, a big event. I mean, in the last couple of years, she's probably been close a couple of
0: times for sure. Yeah.
2: Just not, I, not I, the dominant I, performance that she used to have. She used to be like, you get her in the woods, yes, and she was an absolute contender She has right a chance away.
0: to win it, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'll say this, I'm going to be very interested to see what her game looks like next year because we saw her mess around with a backhand. That was one of the big things I thought that was limiting her game is she did not have a backhand. Yeah. She was a very sidearm uh, dominant player. And so we saw her bust out a backhand several times last season. If that was something that should continue to develop, then maybe we do see yeah. her kind of get yeah. back into the winner's circle or kind of get back into yeah. um, contention, I guess you can say. But
2: I, I will yeah, say, ahead. I will say she's done a really good job of being the, you know, the face of the, the, face of, the F- of, F- yeah. of them over there. And, and before, MVP got the really big names, you know what I mean? She kind of held that down over there. So
0: yeah, no, for sure. But I think they're looking to, and again, with the Simon Lazat money that they got, I think they're looking to just buff everything up. Right. And so now you've got Sarah Holcomb, the veteran uh, she's been around world champion. And now you've got the up and comer rookie of the year, Silva Sarnan. Now, what does that mean? As far as how many events do we get to see Silva out? She didn't really play all too many events in the, the U S last year. So I'm hoping to see a, a more, um, see her more over here. Uh, but that could be a massive pickup for MVP on the FPO side. They also got another big pickup with Paul Kranz. I haven't had the pleasure to play with Paul. I have seen him on the leaderboard multiple times. Um, he's had some pretty good finishes and, uh, I believe he is a USAM champion and then for what think, it's worth, is he, he a
2: world champion?
0: Was he the USA world champ or was he the world? you AM, cha- AM, am world champion. Champ. There's so many different things. Um, I think he was also the PDGA rookie of the year for whatever that, for what's that worth. I don't think that's nearly as impressive as the disc golf pro tour one, but he is an up and coming guy. Uh, he is. Yes. World am just got clarification and um, he's got a lot of skills. So, two really young players picked up by MVP getting getting them in while they're new could they kind of be on there long term right i think that's really smart if you can get some of these guys in before they're super established i think it's a lot harder for them to leave the company than if they've kind of are just bouncing around so yeah. <laughs> we'll see we'll see how that works out for them 2023 disc golf pro tour most improved Player of the Year, Allie Smith, decides to go with so- Thought Space and Infinite Discs. Then we have Casey White resigning for the fifth year in a row with Disc Mania. And Tristan Tanner, one of the highest ceilings on tour, signing with DGA. Yeah. Any uh, any thoughts on those signings?
2: I mean, the Tristan Tanner one is, is, is sweet. I hope that that gives him a uh, little extra incentive to get out there and work cuz like you said highest ceiling i think you hit Massive that spot, spot on i mean the gap between what he shoots and what he is capable of shooting most of the time is insane and we saw that at the world championships a few years ago when he was <laughs> you know they stuck him in the b pool and he was dang near winning the tournament winning
0: yeah and yeah. then you know we've seen it at the las vegas challenge we've seen it have a multiple tournaments of where yep. when he has his best stuff uh he he can win pretty much any event out and you, there. So
2: you practice with him and he like birdies every hole. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, he's uh he's very, very, very impressive. So those are the big names. We're still waiting for Eagle, we're still waiting for Gannon. Um I'm trying to think, are there any other names out there that we're waiting for? Uh Chris Clemens. I think we're waiting for Chris Clemens, but his girlfriend just signed with Discraft. So if uh you know
2: Which was a nice signing as well.
0: Yes, Hannah. Hannah signs with Discraft. But, um, you know, if you go and look at history, I don't know that many pairs on tour that are with different companies. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, All right, Wild Story of the Week. I've got two of them this week. Two Wild Stories of the Week. First one is from Dane Campbell. Starts off saying a friend and I used to play the same nine hole course day after day after day. It was our intro to disc golf and we loved it more than anything. However, it got a bit repetitive to to spice things up. We tried different things to make rounds entertaining. One modification we landed on was playing all throws with our eyes closed. We were playing this style once and my friend hit an ACE. It was his first ACE ever. We lost our minds, but it gets better. As we were playing our second loop, um, a stranger asked if he could join us for a few holes. We told him we were playing with our eyes closed, and he loved the idea. He stood on the tee pad, thought uh, thought out his line, and closed his eyes and let it rip. Boom! Ace! It was also his first ace ever. Something magic was in the air that day, and I'll never forget the joy we all shared. I love this game. Anyway, killer podcast, guys. Thank you for all the great content. That wow. gave me
2: little chills, actually. That was wow. that's a sick blind story. Blind
0: ace. How long do you think it would take you to get a blind ace? Depends on the hole. Well, like let's just say like an aceable hole, like a two hundred and seventy foot, two hundred and fifty foot, right in front of you, ace or aceable hole.
2: I bet you I could do it within
0: so like 50, fifty tries. Yeah, 50. yeah, fifty feels that, like a good number. But it's it's It's
2: tough. You know what? It's really hard. If you go to my YouTube channel actually for Vlogmas, Uh I had I we did that challenge with uh Simon, Drew, and Germ. And Germ and I were doubles partners kind of to where one of the guys was blindfolded and the other one had to explain where the bat yeah be the caddy and take them through it. I'm telling you, I rewatched it. I was in tears. It was the funniest it was the funniest video I've ever been a part of. It was so funny. It is so hard, extremely difficult.
0: The biggest the biggest thing that's tough is like you it's very hard to um, have feedback, right? So you yeah. need someone telling you, "Okay, that was too far right, that was too far left." But without you being able to see it. It is very hard to make those corrections when you throw blindfolded shots. It's actually so.
2: a pretty good idea for a video. I might try it because I'm, envi- I'm envisioning, pardon the pun, uh, being blindfolded and you can't take it off until no, it's past until, it, until you ace. Like, you yes. can't like be pick and, and watch it go in. You got to like, go through the whole effect. That'd be
0: fun. I'd be down to do that. I'd probably just do it like, on a 200 foot hole, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just a Um, 500-footer downhill. You just have to (laughs) be there for months.
0: All right, we have a second one. This is... uh, I'm trying to figure out where this was this was from i can't remember where i found this um it starts off a friend of mine has recorded over thirty-two thousand five hundred throws and has yet to hit his first ace we thought it would be fun to see if anyone else has him beat for most recorded throws without hitting their first ace fun fact his streak also includes second third fourth drives the man has not thrown a disc from a tee t-pad into a basket in 586 rounds Post your streaks and help him realize he's not alone. I hope so. Then he has the graphic 586 rounds, 10,275 holes, 30,
2: 32,589 throws, no aces.
0: Oh man, here's a response I've been playing since 1999, probably 100 to 200 rounds a year. I've hit chains, but never the bottom of the basket off the pad. I still try darn near every hole. Nothing yet. But the anticipation (laughs) keeps me throwing plastic. This dude's been trying to ace for 25 years. Oh, man. 25 years this guy's trying to ace.
2: You know what I love about that, though? I love that... um... It sounds like a person who's not just going to sit there and, and be like, nope, I'm doing it, and just takes a day. Like, he wants a natural ace, you know what I mean? And I respect that. Like, he, it sounds like he's just You're out like, there. What
0: courses is this guy playing? <laughs> is he playing? playing Iron Hill? Yeah, he's <laughs> playing, like, uh, freaking D-Glow, like, over yeah. and over, where you get, like, three chances if you can yeah. throw 500 feet. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Um, all right, well, if you How guys have did it crazy. it take for you? I think I got it within my first week. Really. We Dallas has super short courses and I was playing oh, first 3 to 5. Or... Yeah, I was playing like 3 to 5 rounds every day. Yeah. And so I was getting, you know, what is that? That's 56 to you know, almost 90 holes uh, yeah. a day yeah. and and you know these holes I'm talking about, you know, 200, 250. I think the first ace, what uh, people are saying Alex Clark. I think the first, my first ace was actually at McCord, McCord Park, okay. I believe. Uh, it's on my Instagram somewhere if someone wants to dig it up. But if you have a crazy story, a wild story, if you will, that you want to send in for us to read on the podcast, you can send it into to our uh, intern, David, at wildstorytour at gmail.com. That is wild story tour at gmail.com and maybe we will share what's your, your story what's your wildest story brody on the Disc i'm gonna save course. that i'm gonna save that to the very end to of this podcast
2: end. oh you got one
0: no like to the very end of this podcast you're never gonna of tour, s- of tour life you're never gonna say your wild story i'll say it, i'll say it at the, our last podcast which yeah. i was thinking about how crazy is that going to be? Cause I don't think this is going to be a podcast that we just like fizzle out and we just no. like stop uploading. Like there's going to be a time where me and you decide, and maybe Silas is still with us. Hopefully Silas don't big time us, yeah. but there will be a time. Silas. Uh, he's going to get a job with ESPN. Heart. It's going to really happen. Um, there's going to be a time where me and you are like, all right, dude, I think, I think this is the last year. Like let's, let's finish this out. And maybe we're like sixty-five years old or two old timers. I don't even timers think and we're that's like, going to happen. Ben, I think we ben just,
2: I think we just find replacements and somebody takes I know, it but over.
0: Gonna, but but I ours. love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah. But there will be a time where it'll be our final podcast. And I don't, uh, I, I don't have. I, that I thought s- about that. I don't have. And that I was in like, me. that's kind of weird. I don't it's have
2: a. Uh, if I start something, I'm sure you're the same. I, I want to see it all, all the way and and it go forever. You know? Yeah. What I mean?
0: Well, eventually we're gonna grow out of it, right? We yes. can't, we can't, yes. we can't Lee Corso this. We can't yeah. Lee Corso still work. Is it Lee Corso or is it uh, dude, who's the guy that puts the? I think it is Lee Corso, right? The guy that puts the helmets, the mascots on for college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he, you know, he is he's doing his absolute best, but he, you know, he has a very much smaller role on the show now than he used to, mm-hmm. versus you know. If me and you are kind of you know we start getting a little loopy, we start getting (laughs) yeah, we will. Like I'm already getting loopy. uh, I know, but try to do a two hour (laughs) podcast where it's just me and you. Like he's got he's got hosts, he's got you know he needs to pop in and be like it's the Fighting Irish, and then he go you know everyone goes nuts. Um, we got to try to have these conversations. So we'll 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 go as long as we possibly can. Trust me. I look uh, forward
2: to the days where I'm not on tour and we're yeah, that's my like that's gonna be electric. It
0: really if is. you think we fire shots now, just wait until we don't have to see these people. You know, Every park, park next to them and see them and be like, "Hey, man, sorry, I had to talk to you like that, but uh, it is what it is." So, um, all right, this week in Foundation Disc Golf, Hunter Thomas ran a marathon. He completed uh, the Disney Marathon. Shout out to Hunter Thomas. He did it fantastic fireworks, confetti, very well done. Make sure you guys go over to Twitter or Instagram and let him know, give him a big congrats. I don't think he's going to be the guy that does the 26.2 on his car, like to like, let everyone know that he ran a marathon. Um, But man, hats off. That takes uh, time, dedication, sacrifice, commitment, all those uh, buzzwords to do. So hats off to the guy. I don't think my knees
2: could do it. Sounds like a that sounds like a tough time on my like my mind said she
0: wants to do one with me, so I'm I'm down. I love running. Hey,
2: listen, you start training for one. You'll do one too? I think I might Silas,
0: are you in? We're gonna do a tour life marathon. I'll do it. Silas? Silas, you can get in one of those uh, you can get in one of those bikes. You can do it with the bike. (laughs) Oh,
1: there we go. No, I would I would like to run it if uh you know if we got a whole crew together. I, I'm sure that'd be a lot. Of we fun. all
2: just do it. We all just start grinding. I, I I'd yeah. almost be down. I think I, I will do it. I, I'll do okay. it. I got a lot of people I, to do it. I'll do it.
0: It's I started, one of the things
2: I wanted to do. You yeah. said you were going to do it.
0: Yes. I started the training during last year and it got to the point of where I was running for like two plus hours, like after my rounds to like continue it. And I was like, I don't think this is, I don't think this is smart for me to like be running this many. So I'm going to be doing, I'm still going to be doing like 5k training and stuff like that during the season. But um, I think I have to be retired. I think I have to be done with touring and then I can do it because it was, it was just too tough. There was sometimes, yeah, there was sometimes where I was just like banged up and stuff. And it's like, I got to run and it's like, that's not really probably helping my, my recovery process. So um, again, tour life. Merch is now live. Go pick you up some, I like go pick that you up logo, some, man. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is my favorite by far. Go pick you up some Tour Life merch on FoundationDisc.com. Um, and then I think we have like five, maybe three of your Captain Raptors left for pre-order. So swoop those up over on Foundation Disc. Nice. And then once they're swooped Ooh, up, right here. find somewhere else to, uh, to swoop them up. The Captain Raptor. Right there. Yeah, I have, a, I have a video on my Instagram, too, if you want to see how overstable they are. I threw them they're very beef, overstable. Man. Yeah, they're nice. All right, we have some listener questions. I thought it was just going to be me tonight, um, so I'm, I'm excited to have you answer some of these with me. We'll start off with this one. First listener question. Also, I find it really funny, Yuli, when I post like um, a short or something on social media from tour life where we're answering like a listener question and people are like, who cares, man? Why do you guys, why do you guys always bring up stuff that no one cares about? And it's like, bro, this was a listener question. <laughs> Clearly someone cared. They're asking us this question. We're not just saying this. So, Hey, if these questions suck, that's on you guys. You guys got to send us better yeah. questions. I try to pick the best I got. So I don't our, think we're our all pretty- answers
2: could suck. But that's, our answers could suck. That, that's on us. But the questions, us. Give yeah. us better questions.
0: Uh, is the logo screen printed? Yes. <laughs> <What's> the, <laughs> it's not embroidered. What's the other option? Um, hmm. Hmm. Oh, maybe yeah. like a jersey.
2: Maybe. It's got to be ironed on
0: Oh, it uh, might be ironed on. Yeah. yeah it seems I, it's, it's not safe. Stuff to say. Um, It's not. It's you can feel it. I don't know if that helps. You can feel it. (laughs) I don't know if that does help. This is embroidered. This is embroidered. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know if that helps at all. But all right. First listener question: When moving to a different manufacturer. And this is a good one for you, Yuli, because you've done this. What percentage of players' new bag is actually new? Do they reach out to teammates for opinions on the best runs and to snag some seasoned discs, or do they beat in their new lineup to their liking?
2: Um, usually, for me, for example, I ha- I like the flip up game and the and the um, beat up stuff because. I know that there are some pros out there who can go to the shop, get a disc, play with it and be really good. But there is something to, about having a seasoned disc to where it just, the flight characteristic, you know, is going to be consistent. If you get a new disc, there's a very good chance that the flight characteristic changes within like the first month drastically and that's tough when playing tournaments. So I would guess for other people, and I know this for myself, I got a lot of used stuff from people that was already beat in through it and was like, yeah, that's the flight I want. And then I could have a lot of confidence. That that's what the way that it was going to be moving forward.
0: Yeah. Next question. My wife and I played a ton of tournaments in the 20, 2008 to 2013. We're really getting back into playing now that our kids are in high school. What would you recommend for best current distance drivers? We're still throwing bolts, katanas, surge SS, etc. Well, without knowing how far you throw, how fast you throw, without knowing really anything, I will say I'm just gonna gauge off of kind of what you're talking about. I'm gonna say that you're kind of like an average amateur, like a, you know, you play a couple times a week. I think a lot of people throw discs faster than they should. So a lot of people go up to those distance drivers when they should be living in the fairway world. So that's where I like to see like Avenger SS. I like to see passion. I like to see, I mean, you can try the cicada. I'm going to give you best, all disc crap
2: stuff. The best disc heat. The heat is the best possible disc for that type of throw. I'm yeah. going to be throwing a heat well into my 70s. That is just an amazing disc for all arm speeds. Um, I use it... It's it's just a, such a good... It's such a good... A Scorch as well. It's like scorch. a bu- a bump up from a heat. I, I feel like it goes like heat, Scorch, which is kind of along the lines of the same as the Surge SS, so that might be a nice replacement um, for that one. Anything SS pretty good.
0: Yeah. And I just, I would stay away from distance drivers. I, I don't think, yep. I, I think distance drivers only really make sense when you're at a certain skill level. Um, so once you're throwing like over 400 feet, I think distance drivers come into play, but if you're not able to throw over 400 feet, your distance drivers aren't going to go that much farther um, than your fairways. So, all right, next one. Is it caramel or caramel or caramel wait there's multiple ways of saying this yeah I say caramel no maybe it's caramel or caramel or caramel I don't know what do you say (laughs) oh there's two
2: (laughs) there's two there's caramel and there's caramel yeah and I would say I say Uh, caramel I don't know
0: what I was just doing I think I made up two two new ones (laughs) Caramel, caramel. caramel
2: It's either one. I think I use both.
0: I think it depends on what I'm talking about. Caramel apple. Oh, that's got some. That's got some caramel in it. <laughs> <laughs> that ice cream's got some caramel You do I want ice? Do I want caramel in my ice cream? Nah. I'll take a caramel apple though. I think. I think the, it, I think that might be. Thing- a de- it, it might be dependent on the word, so maybe I didn't think it was two different words. Or that's it's actually not the funny same word. because
2: what you just said makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, because to me, like caramel apple, is just like that's what it is. Yeah,
2: you can't say caramel apple.
0: No, that's weird. All right, <laughs> we learn new things every day. Come it's to a great that's around, great tour question. life, guys. Yeah, great question. What would make disc golf a better product? All the best players at one in three manufacturers or spread out the talent. People say they hated the Cavs versus Warriors NBA finals five years in a row, but they had the most views since Kobe versus Shaq.
2: I would say keep it at a, at a couple.
0: I hate these team analogies, man. <laughs> I know. People, people love getting under my skin with these team team and, and analogies, but I
2: th- I think that if we had a tournament, which has been going around for don't
0: decades think it's going now, to care.
2: But if you had an actual manufacturer tournament, that'd be that'd be cool. Like a yeah. uh,
0: I'm not, this is where I'm at, Yuli. Let's either go all in and be like the manufacturers are running this sport. Let's go all freaking in. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or let's, let's go out. Let, we're like, we're in the middle. Let, let's go all in. If you, if you win a tournament, guess what? I get a thousand bucks. Let's freaking go all in and I'll, I'll, I'll be your best like teammate a live, ever.
2: Like a, like a live golf type situation.
0: I, I'll, I will be your best teammate you have ever seen. But this, like, let, we got, we got, we're on the fence right now, man. And it's like, you're right. You're right. Does, to fence. me, it doesn't make sense. To me, it doesn't make sense. So, but ima- imagine,
2: um, imagine like a, a match play event with all the manufacturers. That'd be cool, man. People would love that because there is definite brand loyalty out there. Mm-hmm. Big time brand loyalty to where somebody goes to MVP Discraft and people are like, yeah, they came to my team. That's my favorite team. That's my favorite manufacturer. There is that out there. And you got to play into that a little bit, especially if you want to sell more discs and stuff that, that that should be a play.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) I got a yes. I'll take it.
0: When changing sponsors, do players care about the disc or do they make the business, the best business decision and trust that they will get used to get used to the disc. And I, 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 I'll answer this one first. I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier where Eagle was in that world at a certain point where he thought he wasn't going to be able to do what he can do with, uh, without dyspania. There are some players out there that I do feel that, that they probably do feel that way of, Hey, this is the, disc, the these are the disc. I know, I, I don't know what's going to happen if I leave. I think that's kind of shying away now. And I think Pete players are making the decisions that are best for them. Business-wise, what are they going to make the most money? Um, Where where do they fit the best? Maybe, maybe they're fourth on the totem pole at the company that they currently are at. And this company over here is offering the same amount of money, but they're saying you're going to be our number one guy. Maybe that's, maybe that makes it more, more sense. I think that is happening more Then, um, potentially in the past. Absolutely. Thoughts.
2: Absolutely. No, you're right. I
0: I think, uh, there's always going to be a number
2: for people to say there's not a number. That's crazy talk. There's always going to be a number for somebody to move somewhere else. Uh, I also believe that if you were to be your best possible player, the best possible player that you could possibly be, all money aside you would have an open bag that's mm-hmm. a hot take but i mean every single pro if they don't say that that it, that is uh, that's that's false it's got to be false there is there is then you have to make the decision okay like for me for example i made a business decision when i left innova to go to prodigy they had one disc we went up and down with all kinds of crazy discs. We had some big time flops when I was with that company. I think we came out with like a M5. It had a little divot around the rim. It was an Rick. awful disc. It was an awful disc, right? That's what we had. If I had an open bag, would I have been better? Yeah, 100%. When I left Prodigy to come to Discraft, I had, I had offers, but Discraft makes a lot of good discs. They make a lot of good ones. They don't make I can't if I and and then now we have more distance than we had before, right? But at the time, it was kind of a no brainer. It was like the best of both worlds.
0: Where I see this going. Is Do you agree uh-huh. to open back? I mean, the idea that, hey, you either have to only throw these discs or you can throw whatever disc you want. Which one are you going to be better at? Yeah, obviously the one that, whichever disc you want. But I think this has 100% to do with the purse earnings, the, the, the tournament earnings. If the tournament earnings grow and get to the point of where the majority of people on tour are making more money by winning tournaments or getting top tens in tournaments, then their manufacturer sponsor. Now, I th- I think at that point in time, it goes from the, the sponsor, the manufacturers having all the power. Now it goes to the players having all the power Yeah, because I am no longer dependent on getting this manufacturer. I'm making a million dollars a year by winning tournaments and playing disc golf. The $250,000 I'm getting from Discraft, that's nice, but it's not a make or break for me. So when that shift happens, now I think what could happen is the players being like, you can be my driver sponsor. Discraft, you're my driver sponsor. MVP, I'm going to putt with your putters. Prodigy, you're going to be my mids. Yeah. And Innova, you're going to be my fairway drivers. I see that happening when people are not dependent as heavily on the um, manufacturer contracts.
2: Yeah, that makes sense, too. That also makes sense. And then, and then if you look across the board, I mean, you look at the two companies that have the most success at the very top, and it's, it's been Discraft and Innova for a very long time. They have, the, they have a great
0: lineup. They have great lineups. And, and if you want me to throw all of Discraft guess what you got to pay, right? Like that's if you want the whole bag, you got, you got to pay. So, um, I don't, I don't foresee everyone going open bag, but I could see a, a lot more players go open bag when that ends up shifting that direction. So, um, and I think right now the reason why we're seeing a lot of players go open bag is is solely just based off of they're not able to get the deals that they that they want or that they they feel they're valued with the uh the manufacturers that do everything yeah that's that's i don't know for that to be a fact that is my speculation but my guess would be if i asked the guys that and girls that are signing with these open bag sponsors or with a retailer, whatever it is, if I went to them and said, Hey, Innova will whatever, whatever this contract you have, Innova will be, will do exactly that. I have a hard time believing any of them truthfully would turn that down. Okay.
2: Let me ask you this. I I said, I opened up that take with like, uh, there's always a number. What would be the number Mm -hmm. for you? Mm-hmm. To have to play with lightning discs, with that exactly. Let's just say, okay. let's just say no fast drivers. Okay. Okay. And like, it's just like, like, picture, picture this: picture like a a, I'm a, Walmart, be, a Walmart putter, a Walmart putter. Yeah. And like just this, just something that flies max four hundred feet if you hit it right. What's the number you play okay. on so... tour?
0: So I'm already an average tour player, pretty much right in the middle, right? Like I, fi- I think I finished 37th last year. Yep. So pretty much right in the middle of tour card, tour card players, because I think there's what 80 or so, yep. 82 maybe. And now you're going to handicap me, <laughs> big time. So you're basically giving up your career. I'm selling out. No, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm selling out. This is 100% yep. a sellout, mm-hmm. and my number would be. I'll do it for five mil for one year.
2: Five mil, one year? Yeah. You wouldn't do like a, a 10 year five? Or wait, I mean, what? A, a, 10 uh, years for no, five wait, mil? Whoa, whoa, what are you whoa, talking whoa, about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Five years, 10 mil?
0: No. Five years? Yeah. I need like, I need like, no, because I'm just, that, you just ruined my whole oh, I no. I finally have five more good years. I know. So I, I I don't know about okay, do... Okay, so
2: then wh- how much are you gonna make? How much are you gonna lose?
0: Well, this, is, this, is
2: good, this is good for the public to realize, like here's hey, the other thing People now. are like, oh, sell out you're you're just doing it for the money and blah 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 blah. That's hundred percent false because I'm Can not gonna help s-
0: make better discs.
2: No, you're stuck with the, what they give okay. you. Okay. They're not so they're not okay.
0: So there's no just like paying me... you
2: to sell these whatever discs they have. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Um See, because that, that means that there, is, your value of your competitive nature yeah. is worth a lot of money. It's worth a lot of money because you're not going well, to go also, out there and
0: just... And just it's all, yeah, it's also... I'm, I'm, for me too, I'm a little bit... I, I think this, this is a little bit of a different question or a different answer for other pros, uh, like newer pros that... I mean, I've already had a full career. In Ultimate frisbee, so I've already done a full like if I didn't do any disc golf, I would have been very satisfied with what I did in my you know professional sports career, if yeah. you will so I, I think I'm a little bit of a different world than you know you asked this question to Kyle Klein. I think his answer is drastically different than mine, but I still want to That's compete question, at a though. high level. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question. I still want to compete at a very high level. So I'm willing, I feel like I'd be willing to take a handicap for a little bit of time, but then it's like, all right, let me, let me get back to disc that I can actually throw <laughs> properly. <laughs> Maybe I'm better once I get back. Cause I'm like, Holy cow. I be. had to throw all this crap for a while. I'm, um, imagine cash. Like it'd just be like, the most Cashing amazing with cash ever.
2: you're just throwing <laughs> massive story rollers. Lines. your rollers the only shot you can throw or 300 oh,
0: feet oh geez speaking of ultimate frisbee our next question what with ultimate frisbees being quite understable how are you able to find comfort in something so contrasting like the zone os and the buzz os um okay so i wasn't that to, to answer your question When I started throwing discs and holding discs for the first time, basically, I think it was in 2020, they felt awful. It felt terrible. I hated the feeling. And then every time you gave me an ultra star, it's like, all right, thank God. like This is what a disc should feel like. Now I'm at the point of where if you hand me an ultra star, I'm like, holy cow. like How was I ever able to throw this thing? It feels big. It feels clunky. It it doesn't feel good. So it's just a time thing. it's simple as that times reps, you eventually get comfortable with it. So at the beginning I wasn't very comfortable with it. I've told a story on here. I threw, I think, I don't know if it was your Raptor Yuli or Bob just handed me a random Raptor at Memorial, which was like the first disc golf tournament I ever went to back in 2020. This was like, I think in March, I believe Um, I threw it and I was like, who would ever want to throw that disc? That disc is so bad because it was, it just was far too overstable for the way I was throwing. Um, Where now obviously it's a disc that I throw all the time. So it's simple as changing my form, getting reps time, all those things. I eventually got comfortable with it. Last question here. Should manufacturers really be the number one income of the tours, top pros, Or should manufacturers invest money into payouts more money? Should they invest more money into payouts? This is a, this is a really good question because I think this is a really easy answer right now. The return that you get in sponsoring a tournament versus the return you get in sponsoring a player is not equal. They are vastly different. I don't know what the numbers is. I don't know what the, like, the proportion is. But sponsoring a tournament, you're pretty much just throwing your money away. You really are. At this point. Now, if it gets on TV, if it gets more eyeballs, sure. But the impact you have in sponsoring a player and having that player under your name, throwing your disc an entire season... So much more valuable than putting money into a tournament.
2: Yeah. Unless you're going to, unless you're going to keep doing it every single year and invest more and more and more and more into that tournament that you're right. It's a, it's a, it's v- drastically different because then you think about a tournament like the Ledgestone, like that is synony- synonymous, synonymous. Yes. Yeah, synonymous with
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's not, It's Ledgestone, right? It's that company. You know that company. That's great advertisement for them, and I think they probably get a lot of return on what they sell, their tournament, their website, and everything, um, holding such a prestigious tournament like that. Or USDGC, kind of synonymous with Innova. They've done a great job of marketing with that, and that is like... Now there's more manufacturers and stuff coming in and sponsoring it, but we know that that's end of us tournament. I think that there are a few exceptions in in
0: that. Well, let me pose you this question. Okay, let's say Tour Life was interested in sponsoring something. Okay, and we were looking at it. Okay, we can sponsor Ledgestone. So no, it's no longer the Ledgestone Open. It is now the Tour Life Open. Or we can sponsor a player. Okay. Mhm. If money was equal, you know, let's say to do the whatever it was to sponsor to make it the Tour Life Open and whatever we were going to play the player, let's say it was equal, how far down the list would we have to go to a player where the Tour Life Open was a better return for us? Because I think it's all I think we're both on the same page, right? sponsoring Calvin having Calvin sponsored by tour life and he's wearing all tour life meet merch and he's got discs that are all stamped tour life and his bag is tour life. I think that's way more valuable than having the, having a, one tournament called the tour life open. We all agree uh, that.
2: Yes, right now. But if you, if you hold that tournament and it becomes like, for example, I played the Ledgestone stone mm-hmm. um, open 15 years ago when it was just in Peoria and it was called something else. I forgot what it was called. And it wasn't, it wasn't what it was now. They have 2000 players that come to their tournament and spend mm-hmm. money. They're making more money than Calvin is making in of a from their tournament.
0: Right. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. It's gotta be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the numbers exactly. But again, you, that that's a little bit different because Ledstone like owns that tournament, right? Well, so we could like, own a tournament. Yeah. To me, though, if we're really if we're really trying to compare the two. We wouldn't own the tournament. We would, just, we would just have the naming rights to the tournament.
2: Well, you don't own Calvin. You just have your naming rights on him. You just sponsor him.
0: I know, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what you would have to do to make it equal. Because obviously if we owned our own tournament and we were making money for all the amateurs that were coming in and playing in it, and we were making money off of all the merch that was sold, that's way different. Well, I'm really. saying just, I think if, I'm yeah. just saying throwing your name on a tournament. And saying this is now the Tour Life Open, yeah, and but we if, don't really if, have we don't really have that right now because every no. tournament is is pretty much um, yeah. You're
2: right. You're right. There's a difference, but I yeah. I still think certain tournaments have bring great value to having your name on it, and if you run it right and build it um in the correct way, you can have a very successful endeavor over years. I guess
0: Des Moines would be a good one, right? Des Moines, yeah. they just got um that True Bank. Right. Like bank, true yeah. bank, like they're not they, probably yeah, making not money making off money, of no. ticket sales. They're probably not making money off of, uh, someone buying a disc there. No. Right. They're just, they're, they're advertisement. just, yeah. they're just, yeah, they're literally just using it as an advertising thing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that would, that would be where I would, uh, say like if we were using Calvin as just an advertisement, right. We're not selling, um, selling tour life Calvin merch. We're just but you getting... we could but I'm just saying if we're looking at just as an advertisement, what's a better advertisement? A tournament sponsor or a player? Like what's what is actually better for you? I think right now, I think a top player yeah. would be better yeah. than a tournament but that's a, it's an interesting question because it's definitely one too that can change over time because as soon as you know, as soon as disc golf, all of a sudden gets on cable TV or something like that. And now the eyeballs are bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, could change things a little bit. All right. Housekeeping. Let's jump into a few things for housekeeping. Shout out to all our new tour life crew members. We have a whole bunch. KL Hutch. We have, uh, I'm going to miss some of these people. I gotta go back. Nathan Topton, big, big five. um, Andrew McBluff, I missed you. I apologize, but I think I got most of you guys. Thank you all for supporting the channel. We really do appreciate it. And um, reviews, Spotify, went up to 871 Spotify reviews. Apple Podcasts, 232. We did have a lot of people message me saying, I want to leave a review on Apple. I don't know how. So maybe that is why <laughs> Apple is so it, yeah. lagging behind. It, it, they make it really hard to do it. So for the 20 people that did it between last week and this week that figured it out, thank you so much. Everyone that's left us a re- review on Apple and Spotify, we really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Our 5K instant Instagram giveaway. We've been promoting this for I don't know, a month or two now. We finally hit it, Yuli, and we didn't just hit it. We're at 5,219. Ooh. So we, we just blew, pat, blew past it over on Instagram. And shout out to Quinn McLean for the winner. Qu- Quinn McClain, in their uh, profile, it says, disc golf is great in the 828. Hey. What, co- what area code is that? Silas, oh. What area code is 828? I'm going to go... I'm going to say somewhere guess. in like Washington.
2: Ooh, that's a good guess. Eight two eight. eight I just all
0: on his photos, so kind of it kinda, he might be Midwest guy. He might be like Illinois, Cincinnati, Illinois. Yeah, it might be like a Cincinnati or something.
1: It is. Nope. It is Western North Carolina.
2: Oh, it's here.
0: Oh, you.
1: it. Yeah. Asheville, that. <laughs> Franklin, <laughs> Hickory, Murphy, Waynesville. Hey, he's a low,
2: he's by me.
0: Yeah. Sweet. All right. Yeah, there you go. So I I did just message Discraft. They are gonna be sending out those two discs to you. Perfect. So shout out to you. Shout out to everyone that follows us over on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. We'll have to do uh we'll have to do another giveaway at ten thousand followers over this there.
2: Is a, this... Away on my miss. Uh huh. I lost them. I don't know who they are. I need them to message me. <laughs> So if you're watching this and I gave these buzzes to you, I sent all the other uh, winners out, but somehow I lost the two people who did this on my live. I'm going to be posting tomorrow on my channel a message for them to get in contact with me but if you're listening right now then hit me up on Instagram or uh, the YouTube Messenger.
0: giveaways yeah the YouTube giveaways tough, are man. tough because yeah. people can change their avatar and can change their name yes and you can't message them so it gets real dicey real quick that's why people hate it but that's why I do all the giveaways on Instagram or Twitter or somewhere where I can send you a DM and I know it's you otherwise it gets dicey and dicey Don't be that
2: guy who messages me and be like, that's me, and it wasn't you. That would be a bummer.
0: You're you're gonna get a hundred of those now, Yuli. Oh, I I shouldn't have done that. But I need I need to find those
2: guys. They won Fair and Square. They uh they were interacting on my on my live YouTube, which was which was cool. Okay, anyways.
0: Um all right, uh when you guys get your tour life merch in, if you guys want to Tweet us or send us an Instagram or Facebook letting us know, you know, take a screenshot of what you're getting. Um, that'd be dope. We'd love to see that. But when it comes in, when you get your tour life merch, take some photos and maybe we'll, uh, Silas, maybe we'll grab a couple of them off social media and showcase some of our favorites. So pick up the tour life merch, take some photos out in the disc golf course, send it our way, and uh, we'll we'll show show some of our favorites on the uh, show whenever that may be. I don't know if they'll come in as early as next week. Maybe some people will get them next week. Um, so this might be two weeks from now. But um, Silas, Yuli, did I miss anything? Did I forget anything? I nope. think we're good. All good? All right. Me and Kelsey are going to open up some 2023 Prism, baby. Ooh. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Bye.